0: Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Nursing Handover Podcast. You have me, Jerry, and Diane here to bring you guys more. As always, we're here with the nursing gossip. What's going on? What's happening? But yeah, I know it's been a while since we've recorded, but life, let's put it this way life has really been life in. How are you doing, my dear?
1: I'm good, you know. I can't complain. I mean, like Jerry said, that we've been away for some time. Um Gosh, while we're away, the podcast turned three. Mm-hmm. It's been three years now since the podcast has existed. Um, holidays, new jobs. Yeah, just so much going on. But I'm good. Like I can't complain. Life, life is very blessed at the moment. And
0: how are you? Me? I'm okay. I'm just getting over being ill, just trying to like get ready to go back to work and this new season also going back to start this course a bit like apprehensive because I haven't done any postgraduate studying in in a very 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 long time Mm. and but yeah that's pretty much it really
1: now the study so I mean okay so those that are listed in postgraduate study is obviously a study that you do after you've, you've done a graduate degree yeah um and it's a choice most of them are, you choose to take the course or it might be that your trust second you to go and do the course or you need it as part of your continuing professional development so that you can progress in your chosen career pathway mm-hmm. um, but yeah it can be quite stressful I would say actually.
0: Oh god give me, all <laughs> the give me all the tips possible because I'm actually dreading it like even coming back from Matt Lee, I feel like I'm still trying to find my groove, what works with childcare and this and that, and now throwing this into the mix. I'm just like, how am I going to cope? Do you know what? <sighs> like The first thing I would say is remember why you're doing
1: it, which can be very difficult, especially in moments where you're knee-deep in assignments, you have a deadline, you still have your everyday life, you still have to be a mom, a partner, whatever. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. remember, remember the end goal like if i get this qualification it's gonna add to my accolades it's gonna improve this and that's gonna increase my knowledge it's gonna give me more acumen if you get what i mean yeah um which can like i said it can be very hard to remember that when you're very stressed it yes. can be don't remember um, <laughs> but like so if you guys have been obviously been following us for some time you know that i went and did the skiffing course which is the specialist community public health nursing degree um I did that during COVID,
0: so it was probably quite a different experience. I don't even Um, know how you managed that, because thinking about, like, that time, the way everything just had to quickly adapt and change and how we had mm, to adapt and change, it's a lot. It's a lot, but it's also changed things for the better, I
1: think, because, like, now, for example, traditionally, you'd go to university and take your seminars your lectures your group work everything would be physically in the building now you have mixed delivery of courses so you might find that some days are going to be virtual lectures some days you guys are going in which can help because you could not it's not a day off that sounds awful but if you're at home you don't have to think about the commute to get in look for a building room that you've never been in before you forgot your ID badge, you're now stressed out, you're running late, the trains are delayed, like you almost eliminate that level of stress. Yeah. If that makes sense. The only, so, only thing is, is that the con to that is concentration
0: because you're at home. So you yeah, might be something more to clean, relaxed. Something to cook, something else to do. Pro- procrastination yeah. is really real at home.
1: Yeah. But I feel like so you have to just have that discipline. Okay, I need to look at this as I'm in school. And yeah. I have to focus like I'm in school, so get up, have your breakfast, make a cup of tea, get a comfortable place to sit, and then like zone into the lecture where you can. And mm-hmm. um, it's not easy though virtual, but you save on the commute, save that transport money, essentially.
0: That's just gonna be used on Uber Eats. No, guys, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am kidding. <laughs> I just think, oh, I just I don't know, I don't know. I'm excited for it because I am thinking about the prospects that will come from it. Mm. But oh, the thought of like postgraduate studies. So I'm dyslexic. Um, you guys may be able to tell from some of my posts and the spellings and everything, but anyway. But the thought of actually going back to do it with a learning difficulty, it's just like oh. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm putting more pressure on myself than is required. But yeah, you, you want are. to do You want to do your best. Like, you don't want anything negative to come from it or anything like that, God forbid. But it's just a lot of work. But you know what? Like you said, I think it's also down to change. Where I've had such a routine between September and now, and now things are about to change. Yes, my routine is somewhat stable, but not stable, but anyway. But now it's about to change again. I think it's just daunting on me that, like, Oh my god! it's about to change again. Mm. Manage assignments, children, home, whatever else, on top of yeah, day to day work. Yeah, but I keep yeah, telling myself it's for a period of time, and that's that's the main thing. It's for a period. Yeah. Of so, time. how long is your course? I'm probably making it sound like it's going to be about a year. Not at all. It's literally six weeks. But oh, uh, wow, that's it's, nice. It's very short. But I think it's just. The anxiety is about going back to write again. Like, don't get me wrong, there's documentation and stuff in our jobs all day, every day. But writing, like, a formal essay, I haven't had to do that since, like, my trauma course. When was that? Like, 2016, maybe? 2017? But you'll be surprised
1: how much you remember. And also, like, I would say to anyone who does think about doing a press graduate, um, do it when you are still, not fresh, but if you still have the desire and passion to learn, yeah. you'll find it easier to kind of get on with it. I think if you've been, let's say you've not done study for 15 years and you go and do a course, you'd be a duck out of water. You know, yeah. a lot of, like now, a lot of the resources are online. You submit the work through Turnitin, you are submitting the work on a certain portal or your modules on Noodle your subjects are on Moodle like so that would phase you and stress you whereas I think if you're quite computer savvy and you can grasp things quite quickly and you can find your way and navigate you should be okay and I mean we're not going to disclose the uni Geraldine's going to study at but it's a very good university Like
0: they have a lot of resources I hope so because I I was speaking to like one of my colleagues this morning because well like you know Diane The prep to this course has been manic. Like, we have had nothing sent. And it wasn't until you said, oh, check the actual uni email. And then things were literally sent today. But, like, I've been checking for ages. Like, you know when you feel like these things, like, you know, you're anticipating that things should be sorted and it's not sorted. But I'm guessing this is also just, like, starting a new job. All the things that you go through to just begin is stressful.
1: And yeah, it makes it think how it's
0: going to be like, what's going to happen next.
1: Yeah. And I think that's another thing is that, especially when you're going as a post-grad, they seem to be a little bit more sloppy. And I don't know why, but like I was saying to Jerry, like they literally email your, the, the university email address. Because even if you're there for six weeks, you'll be given an email address. Yeah. So they seem to think you can access it. And sometimes you can't at all. Or sometimes you don't think to
0: access it because you think, I don't actively use this, so why would I check? Honestly, if you know how um, long it took me to get into the uni email, and then yeah. I can see the other people that have been sent the session link, and that the people have asked, everyone's in the same boat, Like I actually have no idea what's going on, there's been nothing.
1: Yeah, and you'll find that the first day will be spent, people trying to find the team, thing, are trying to get onto the link, that give yourself that leeway so like for us when I was doing my skiffing we were emailed to, to our personal emails everything but just things like this session's at nine o'clock there's your link it's at one o'clock there's your link because I don't think we could get onto the university email yet but mm-hmm. it was something really weird so they were like we can't access it so therefore you can't see it it was just weird um but because we spent all our time online eventually it then just kind of rolled into okay well this is how it is kind of thing
0: yeah but oh yeah when it comes to I just I do think I'm overthinking it and I just think it's like my anxiety is like going back to uni again like I'm making it sound like it's a lot more than it is but I think where I know I'm more of a physical person So, like, when we did the nursing course, the placements and stuff, I could smash out. Like, that was fine. Regardless of where I went, that was fine. The academic side, yeah, that's a bit iffy. But it it is what it is. And anything I go on to do after, whether I stay in nursing or not, will still have this element, whether I like it or not.
1: Yeah, and I think, like you said, just don't be really hard on yourself. At the end of the day, you're there to learn. You're, you're gonna have all the course materials to then help you write the essay,
0: yeah, And
1: um, access the learning support because you are dyslexic. So make sure you take advantage of any extra time for, some, oh, I for will. submission. Girl, don't you know, you worry about any me. extra support, get like I'm always here to proofread, like there, there's so much people out there, and I think it's actually very admirable that you're going back because some people might get, like almost shy away from it because of their dyslexia and think, God, I don't want to do that again. It might be very stressful. How will I manage? I'd rather not do it. And it just shows that nothing should hold you back. If you need something or it's going to benefit you or better you, professionally, you should go for it.
0: No, exactly. So that's my, that's kind of where I am at this moment in time. But I'm looking forward to it, but I'm just, just daunting. But apart from that, It will be what it will be. Don't worry, come back to me in like three weeks time and I'll be telling you that I'm pulling my hair out. But (laughs) it will be what it will be. That's literally all I can say. Do that, do my competencies and then we're good to go. Yeah, that's it, literally. And before you know it, you'll be done. Mm -hmm. But how are you? How has the new job been so far? So those of you who do know, Diane has a new job. She has started a new job and we're just gonna check in see how things are going how's it been being the new the new person on the block oh my god guys okay so I'm gonna give you the gist here Mm
1: -hmm. so obviously I've gone get your tea because (laughs) mate so going from community to clinical is it's not a shock because I've been clinical longer than I've been in the community so it's not like I didn't know what I was walking into if that makes sense um, it's just a very different trust and a very different way of working. Um, so like I said, I went back to NICU, but this NICU is specialised. They just focus on surgical patients only. Um, and it's only 10 beds and it's basically one-to-one, more or less. Um, it's I quite like a top-heavy. Really nice
0: it's nice, like, what
1: yeah, it's care? nice. It's
0: like 50 beds.
1: Yeah, like the patient acuity in terms of, the nursing ratio to patient is lovely because you can give very good care. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's different. So in terms of like my comfort zone, I definitely feel out of my depth in a way that staff, I don't want to say they're not, friend, actually no, they're not friendly. Let me just be blunt.
0: No. I, wish, wish I should
1: look it. So I think little, do you
0: think it's like clicky or do you just think like they're very? It much- is
1: very clicky
0: okay
1: fair enough um so like for example I'll give you an example um you walk into the staff room people look at you and then carry on their conversation so they won't say hello to you or i've never seen you before or, oh, i've never met you before you knew nothing that's so orcs right so that that was the and at first i thought it was just me but i have a fellow new starter who also co- made the same comments so i was like okay it's not a me thing it's it's a them
0: thing but then um, if you said it's a small unit there's only like if yeah you're in and if you're actually full there can't be that much stuff on like why well
1: there's times when so when I was going for induction they only had four patients in and nurses were almost two to every child because there was so many of them on oh really yeah and they couldn't send out to other wards because they also didn't have a lot of patients either so literally okay. they're like on top of each other yeah Sure, um,
0: nice,
1: I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the one thing I've noticed. And coming from a team that was very welcoming and friendly, it's a bit of a like, oh, okay. I see how it is kind of thing. Yeah. Um, my mentor is great, very lovely, um, you know, very knowledgeable and definitely empowered me to get on with things. Mm-hmm. And was reminded me constantly, you know, you have all this experience. I don't need to teach you how to do anything. Yeah, actually, like it's,
0: just be a refresher.
1: Yeah, and that's what he kept saying to me
0: all the time. That's quite nice though, because you know sometimes you get some mentors that really just love to micromanage. Like, oh, get a grip! Like we're all adults. Yeah, exactly. to, yes, you're you're here. You're you're here. You're my mentor, but don't treat me like a child. Yeah, exactly
1: that. So, so yeah, he was great. Um, I do feel like. It's a shock to the body going back to shift work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do prefer it because like now I have like my days off and I'm only working three days a week. So I, I do like it in that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that is that is nice, but the getting up, the taking the bus in the morning, it makes you going miss work in the dark so much. And I think I've even become sick this week, actually, because I feel like just being on public transport yeah you know like I don't know it's, I sound so bougie saying that
0: but no but if, if you've been in the done car it, yeah if you haven't done it in yeah, such a long that- time and you're so used to like having what you need in your car going from A to B but now you've got to make sure you sleep on time get up on time get the bus this by a certain it. time all of that takes its toll
1: yeah exactly so just just adapting to so that as obviously like getting the body back into that system and things like that mm. um but I'm the kind of person I never like a place to begin with it's yeah. just me like I always go to a place and basically hate it and then somehow if it's for me I start to really enjoy it and love it yeah or I keep hating it I'm 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 no in-betweener yeah. I'm one or the
0: other um yeah. But no, I agree. And with also, learning that you can go straight, straight away, that you're going to be like, "Oh my god, I just love it from day one." Yeah, exactly. And I think I'm trying to give them a bit of grace in terms of they work very
1: differently. Their processes are very different. Mm. Their guidelines are different. Things are not what I'm used to doing. Um, but, but like so your even having set, to like
0: learn. Go on. Yeah. No, I was going to say like just like your mentor said they hired you for a reason you have the skills so don't be disheartened when it's, it seems a bit overwhelming because you will get it if you didn't have the skills they would never have yeah. hired you
1: yeah so that's what I'm trying to remind myself that you're there for a reason you're good enough and mm-hmm. it's just getting used to a new space like and it will with time you will adapt and I think being in a super new period it's different because you're working with someone else which I love but I think when I'm now unleashed on my own it will change I feel like in that way it'll be different because I'll be now with my own patient and dictate my own day and things like that um but yeah I'll keep you guys posted of course I'll be on stories giving you guys the live and direct um but yeah so right now I'm still feeling it out Mm -hmm. and seeing how it goes but yeah the journey.
0: How do you and th- um, like we're starting your new job so far?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you think the body change and everything has? Well, what's the right word? How do you think it's been like the readapting back to shift work and things like this? Like, what what types of shifts do you routinely prefer? Do you prefer days, nights, earlies, late weekends, weekdays? What is more of that? So, I've always preferred night shifts. Mm-hmm.
1: Because they tend to be calmer, you can really focus on the patient. Parents tend to have gone home, yeah, so you can just nurse your baby.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, days can be a bit manic, there's a lot going on. Um, big, big ward rounds, and that's one thing in this unit their ward rounds are massive, They're quite intimidating, actually. There's so many people at the ward round, it's like 20, mm-hmm. like 15 people there.
0: Is that just and like just- is that just like neonatologists or is that like the specialities as well
1: so you can have the consultants of a neonatologist you can have his reg and the fellow the nurse mm. in charge the float nurse the a and p who's the advanced neonatal nurse practitioner three medical students the surgeon oh, maybe God. his fellow and his reg and they're all just standing there while asking the, doctor you the, presents questions. the baby yeah and then you give them like a handover which they've got like an acronym for yeah. So the first three times I've watched it, like, at one point I one person message Do you want to do it? And I was like, No. <laughs> so this, it's, thing, it's too much. Like, why do you have to have this many people at the bed space?
0: Also, does the bed to space? To give the handover. Is it big enough to accommodate that many people? I
1: mean, it is
0: because the way the bays are,
1: there's quite a big gap between them. Yeah. But to me, it's overwhelming. Like, if I. Even as a six and someone that's been in neonates most of my career, I don't like it. Fair. Um, and I'm used to the, a system in my old niku, where the ward round would be a few people, but not that many people. Yeah. If that makes sense. And it's it sounds weird, but it's made me miss my old niku. Like, really? Yeah, it has. Because though this is one-to-one and there's less patients. Mm-hmm. It was just there's a level of community in that,
0: Nikuru. Fair. But give um, yourself some grace. Give yourself, yeah. time, so you're gonna do yourself some time. Don't write it off. That's just it. Now. Exactly. Um, but just just
1: little things, there's just small, but I'll, and I'll talk more about it on a day-to-day basis about the things I've noticed and the comparison, the differences. Um, and also something that is quite big and noticeable is the lack of diversity where I am.
0: Do you um do you think that's also because of how specialist it is and where the hospital is situated
1: or...? I don't know. Do you know what? I don't know. And I've got friends who have worked there and left. In that specific um, place? In that specific place. um, And I've had... I met a colleague who works in the Piku, so opposite Mainiku. Yeah. And it was funny. The girl was like... She kind of stopped... And it was a bit like, oh, you work there. And then we went talking as we left together and we're chatting, oh my God, you work here. And like, as soon as I see somebody that looks like me,
0: that's scary. So, what is it that looks like you?
1: They're there, but it's not loads.
0: You can count on your hand, I would say. See, but so this kind of reminds me, like, the way you're describing it it reminds me of like my time in, in, in intensive care. Mm. Is it a thing that I'm gonna, okay, I'm just gonna say? It. Is it a thing that black people don't like such units, regardless of race? Or is it something that we're just not into? Like it's I helpful. think you can't generalize I, ever, but I mean I think, agree with you like, what
1: you're saying. Generally like generally speaking, if you look at pediatrics as, as a specialty, it is very Caucasian heavy. And that's mm-hmm. from university. That's one thing I would observe. In comparison to the other disciplines like adult and mental health. And learning disability. Mm-hmm. And the statistics do show that. One. Now, number two, I think a lot of people of colour don't go into those kind of specialties. They just don't.
0: Yeah, it's like they kind of stick to like the more general side. general. Like, yes. Like P so, so like where the places, other places I've worked outside of intensive care. Okay, a at the trauma center was very Caucasian, and um, I don't know if it's changed now. But the time I was there, it was. However, any where I've forever do my bank it, is very mixed, and I quite like mm. it. However, yeah. um, what I'm seeing so like based at the hospital I've been doing my shifts at now, even like the the, P- the Peds ward, it's now probably more Asian heavy, mm. and I, I'm not mad at it. I'm just it's just yeah, like
1: the change in yeah. the. In the staffing and like looking at the diversity and the people you're working with and how things do change and it's like different trends.
0: Yeah, but then I'm thinking about like what you've just said and is it because of also the location where it is?
1: It could be. You have to
0: take public transport and it's not really a place that you can drive to. No. um, Is that more of a selling point? For it could be because I feel like the girls that are there. They were
1: working there as like a big badge of honor. Mm. Um, and a lot of people were shocked when I talked about the old trust I worked for. And were very sure I was going to work in this trust. Like, how have you come from there and come here? We're like rivals. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I know you guys are rivals, like I hear it in the yeah. healthcare world, but to me, it's just this hospital. Like it's not that big of a deal. And yeah. I think people looked at me a bit like, how's this not? How is it not a big deal that you work here? I was like it's just not it's not it's, literally,
0: it's a job it's a job you enjoy it's an doing. opportunity
1: exactly something that I've wanted to come back into dip my toes in see if I like it because again like I say to everybody everything's an experiment yeah you know and that's the beauty of us being nurses you can go anywhere be there for I don't know six months and say you know what it's not working for me and you go somewhere else exactly so that's how I'm looking at it. you can never have too much experience you can never stop learning. You can never go to a place and not gain. You always gain something.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. And mm, how did you find... Okay, so so far, how are you finding it in terms of... Do you feel like you've been treated any different because because of your race? Um. No. No, I, I don't think I am. But
1: you do feel lonely. I think that's the right word to use. Yeah, because
0: it's like no one like yourself on the shift.
1: Yeah, and the person I started with isn't a woman of color, mm-hmm. Caucasian, but because we don't work the same shifts, it is different. But when we see each other, you know, we're together all the time when we're together.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. It's so so that,
1: yeah, so it's fine. And I think that's a difference that I had in the old NICU I was in, we I mean, we were over 200 staff in that NICU, but people were friendly. People would talk to you. You could be having a general over-conversation in the staff room with people. Um, do you get what I mean? There, mm. there was that element of people People would never just stare at you. They, they wouldn't do that. It, it would be, they wouldn't. Um, and I think I found that when I've been on the shop floor, these last super shifts, when my mentor talks to me some people then talk to me or
0: when they come to check
1: yeah when they come to check my drugs he will tell them oh this is diane she's a new starter Um, and then they will introduce themselves or they may not even say tell me who they are they'll just say oh hi nice to meet you and then check my drugs and go
0: do you have many men on your unit because i find sometimes when it's three okay because i find sometimes when it's very heavy women heavy it can be quite bitchy, and this is where all the clicky stuff comes from. Yeah, like, yes. I mean,
1: like I said, where I am, some of them have been there for ten years, fifteen years. Some are quite transient. Some are doing their course. um So it's a mixed bag of of girls there, mm-hmm. but there's a certain demographic that is heavy there. Yeah, and you see it, you feel it, you see it in the staff, room, you see it on the shop floor. It is just how it is um you know one of those things um but like I said I feel like I have to give myself at least three months before I can then like reassess and say okay how was this place how do I feel about it do I still feel the way I felt in that first week compared to now but like like I said to you guys I normally don't like a place when I start yeah it's just me like I don't like a place in the beginning and I I can adapt to change but I don't like it Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I'm out of control. Yeah, and I don't so know like my in bearings someone else's, in someone else. Yeah, like I'm on someone else's turf, and I have to now find a way to navigate. And I think a lot of the things here, like I said, they're done so differently, and there's not a lot of people you can ask. A lot of people don't know. They like, say, oh I don't know that," or to call your line manager or message this person. You're just thinking, "Huh? How am I supposed to message what?
0: everyone when I don't have anyone number?
1: <laughs> right. But like the benefits of it, I would say it's close to, closer to home. Mm, so so you're it traveling means that quiet. you were travelling quite far. Yeah, about course. 45 minutes, 50 minutes before. This is like 30 minutes from home. 35 tops. Um, When there's no congestion, I can be picked up and dropped off. So that's not bad either. Mm-hmm. Um, they have free food for staff from like 12pm to 7pm.
0: I can't lie, that's, so, a, that's a bonus.
1: That's a big Yeah, big it's very, bonus. very nice. So at least you can go to the canteen and get your free food. At least you don't have to worry about that in that yeah. sense. Um, And and the fact that it's one-to-one nursing and less beds, I like that as well because it means that I can really give the care I want to give.
0: Yeah, yeah um, and that makes a lot of sense because yeah, with such in, intensive places, you need to be able to give that level of care. Otherwise, you're doing yourself and your patient a disservice.
1: Yeah, and I feel like you have no excuse If you are one-to-one. I mean, if you're really busy or, for example, I don't know, you're watching your colleague's patient while they've gone for lunch, you are kind of now watching two. But then I'm used to looking after two patients Mm -hmm. in intensive care. That's the norm in a traditional NICU, you'd have two. Yeah. The standard is one-to-one, but obviously you need staff to be able to do that. Yeah, no, that makes sense.
0: But no, we wish you the best of luck. I hope the next three months will be quite telling. But my next thing is guys please 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 I cannot emphasize this enough annual leave I know I'm bad annual leave but the pre-planning it needs to be planned and I can only imagine Mm. how you start a new job the whole thing about annual leave is people will tell you that it's booked up it's this it's that but how do you get around it Yeah. yeah
1: like it's mad like so I've had this experience where literally just last week me and my colleague went for training and before I left I said let me show the annual leave book and I kid you not guys there was only like I think two weeks in May or June left and there's no leave until September 2023.
0: Which is a joke because at the end of the day they're gonna try and say you've got a slot in here then whatever but no if I need if I want to take adequate time off I should be able to. I'm a new star. Exactly there should be like some leeway allowances yeah okay. def- and and I definitely think that
1: like now on their part that's poor because mm. you know I'm yeah, you know I'm going to come with my own requests one number two you have a different system so you need to show me how the system works how do you alloc- how do you request your shifts who do you go to who signs those off for you yeah things like that Um and also how I'm meant to take all of my time because as they say you need to take all of your leave Exactly. If I now can't take it, what? Where do we go from there?
0: Like it's 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 a joke. Yeah, yeah, and it's so not there. yeah. No, it's not. Because
1: now you now have to start emailing, emailing, looking for this person, looking for that person,
0: and mind you, days are going because time is going exactly. So yeah. Like the things I found useful sometimes. Maybe I shouldn't say this on there. But anyway, <laughs> the things that I found useful is if you know roughly the dates that you want, just pre-book it. Because you can always, yeah. my thing is you can always cancel. It's so much yeah. easier to cancel than to book. So if I roughly set things, so like say for me, for this next financial year, um, like Noah's childminder, she takes off Easter two weeks in the summer and Christmas. But yeah. because I didn't know, and she didn't know when her east when she was going to take her Easter week, whether the week before or the week after, I've booked, I've provisionally booked off both weeks. But getting close to the time, she's going to give me her off dates so that I can cancel it. Obviously, it's not yeah. over because they want you to give them adequate time. So if someone else wants that leave, you can. But mm. it's something that I've had to negotiate with my manager that I will let her know as soon as I know because it's so much harder to take. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. So guys, please, please, please make sure you're booking your annual leave in advance. And just make sure that you're booking it in advance. And if you are going to change it, it make sure you change it. Because you don't want, like, you know, work and life is so busy and all of a sudden you're on annual leave. And you're like, oh, I didn't plan for this. I didn't want to take it then or whatever. But please, 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 please plan. And use your mouth. Use yeah, your mouth Because... Some people would just think that you're just going to take what you're given, but you're also entitled to your say. You want to take your leave when you want to take it. Exactly. And that's how it should be. I mean, we're all entitled to have it. That's all we're given it. Exactly. And also, like, once you get settled and you meet more people, you might feel more more comfortable in asking. Because some people, again, just book leave and don't actually need it and would be happy to swap. Yeah, true. But that also comes with comfortability and whether people are ready to do that true very very true but guys please plan maybe I'm one of those people that have always over but like I would plan like a year in advance but I more time it's for the, the, the nursing us though pardon I think it's the in us because I'm like that like I need to know what I'm doing like before time exactly and like for me my birthday's in August and that's like prime mm. time like pre-having Noah that's prime time for the mums or the dads because they want to yeah. take some holidays so I know if I don't book my time in ASAP I'm not getting it
1: yeah exactly
0: so I just make sure that the, the I know the dates that I need to be off for and then you know you keep your others so that if you want to go here there wherever or you need a random day off here you've still got capacity to do so exactly but yeah guys we hope you've enjoyed this episode and I promise we will be back with more. We're going to have more things for you. It's just been a bit of a lull, really.
1: Yeah. Just it's like
0: just... I... Come at us fast. And we're trying to, just like everyone else, trying to adapt and make sure things are working well. And so we can come back to mm. give you guys the best nursing podcast we can give you.
1: This is it. And I just want to thank people for their feedback. That like we see you guys in the DMs, that when you engage with us and any kind of topics you want us to bring up. Or even if you want to come on the podcast... And it's something Obviously, you want to share. We're up, we're up for, like, it. Just, we're up for just it. Just give us a
0: message and we will arrange and organise. Mm-hmm. So with that, guys, we'll be back next week with another episode. Why can't I speak? With that, guys, we'll be back next week with another episode. Please stay safe. Enjoy the weather. It's beginning to warm up and it's, you know, getting nice. Take care and just make sure you book your annual leave because March is coming. So if you have, if you're lucky enough to have any more remaining annual leave, use it up if you are with a certain bank or agency external to your real job you're entitled to annual leave so please claim that because when April the 1st comes you would definitely have lost that leave
1: yeah for sure
0: but guys we'll be back next week with another episode so take care and we'll see you soon bye bye. bye